0: In today's episode of the Coaching Academic Podcast, I'm going to be talking about one of my own recently published research papers called Boundary Conditions of Workplace Coaching Outcomes, which was written by myself along with Professor Stephen Woods and Dr. Ying Zhao and was published in the Journal of Managerial Psychology in October 2018. I'll put a link to the paper in the show notes. So in this paper, we wanted to pick up on some of the findings from our 2016 meta-analysis that found that internal coaches had a greater impact on coaching outcomes than external coaches and also that both face-to-face and blended coaching were equally impactful on coaching outcomes. In particular, we wanted to examine these findings in greater detail by exploring whether they replicated across different conditions and across different types of outcomes. In the meta-analysis, we were only able to analyse the data at an overall outcome level. Whereas in this study, we wanted to break this down further and explored two different types of outcomes. The first being the coaches' well-being at work, which we classify as an effective outcome, and the second being their personal effectiveness at work, which we classify as a skill-based outcome. Whilst in the meta-analysis, we found that internal coaches had a greater impact on overall outcomes, we hypothesised that when we examined differences between internal and external coaches at the effective and skill-based outcome level, we would see a difference. In particular, we predicted that external coaches would be more impactful than internal coaches when considering effective outcomes, in this case, work well-being. As given the more sensitive nature of wellbeing, an external coach would be better placed to offer increased assurances of confidentiality and impartiality than an internal coach, which would consequently enhance the impact of coaching on this particular outcome. We also predicted that whilst in the meta-analysis, we found no difference between the impact of coaching on overall outcomes when it was face-to-face or blended, which includes a combination of face-to-face, telephone, video phone or email coaching. When breaking this down and examining outcomes at the effective level, we predicted that we would see a greater impact of blended coaching than solely face-to-face or telephone coaching. This was because we felt that a blended format offered the best of both worlds which would be particularly beneficial for our effective outcome of work well-being. It would provide some face-to-face contact which would encourage the formation of a strong coaching relationship, however, it would also offer the flexibility of telephone, video phone or email support that may be necessary when dealing with a temporal state-like outcome such as well-being. Finally, in this study, we also explored a new variable that we had yet to investigate, which was whether there was any difference in the impact of coaching based on the level of job complexity of the coachee. We predicted that coaching would be most beneficial for individuals working in the most complex job roles. Complex job roles can be described as those in which the individual is required to combine knowledge from various sources in order to effectively respond to the multifaceted nature of their job. And we predicted that the sense making function of coaching would be particularly beneficial for these individuals. We also anticipated that we would see an interaction effect for coachee job complexity and type of coach in that outcomes would be greater for coaches working in highly complex job roles when coached by an external coach rather than an internal coach and we propose that this is because the greater degree of seniority or specialism of the most complex job roles would be better supported by a coach with specialised skills and competencies which may be more difficult to obtain from an internal coaching pool. To test our hypotheses, we surveyed 161 individuals who had received coaching. We developed two questionnaires specifically for this study, one which included questions around the impact of coaching on the individual's work well-being, and the second on the impact of coaching on the individual's personal effectiveness. Both scales are included in the appendix of our paper. We also collected data on the type of coaching the participants had received, as well as demographic data, including the participants' job titles, which enabled us to code their occupation according to job complexity utilising the ONET database. Our analysis showed that, as predicted, work well-being was higher for individuals coached by external coaches compared to internal coaches. We found partial support for our second hypothesis, in that work wellbeing was higher for individuals who received blended coaching compared to -to face-to-face coaching, although whilst scores were lower for those receiving telephone coaching compared to blended coaching, this difference was not statistically significant. Interestingly, we found that there was no difference in the impact of coaching on either work wellbeing or personal effectiveness, when comparing coaches based on their job complexity. Therefore, coaching appears to be equally impactful for these outcomes, regardless of the complexity of the coachee's job. However, when examining whether job complexity interacts with the type of coach, we did find a difference in that the impact of coaching on both work well-being and personal effectiveness was greater for those in the most complex job roles when they were coached by an external coach. Based on our findings, we would suggest that individuals seeking to address effective issues such as well-being utilise a coach who is working externally to the organisation and engage in coaching that's conducted in a blended format, so combines face-to-face sessions with remote forms of coaching such as telephone, video phone or email. Likewise, coaches who are working with clients on effective issues should consider blending the format of coaching they provide in order to offer a greater level of flexibility and responsiveness. Our findings also suggest that for those coaches working in the most complex job roles, coaching provided by an external rather than internal coach would have a greater impact. In particular, we suggest careful selection of the coach to ensure the experience of the coach is aligned with the complexity of the coachee's job role. So that concludes today's episode of the Coaching Academic Podcast. Just to remind you, in today's episode I was discussing boundary conditions of workplace coaching outcomes, which I co-authored along with Professor Stephen Woods and Dr Ying Zhao, and was published in the Journal of Managerial Psychology in October, 2018. As always, I'll include a link to the paper in the show notes. I'm Rebecca Jones. Thanks for listening. See you again soon. Thanks for listening to the Coaching Academic Podcast. If you're interested in reading my research, sponsoring the show or in hiring me as a researcher coach or speaker check out my website www.rebeccajjones.co.uk if you like the show don't forget to leave a review in itunes and subscribe so you never miss an episode if you have a question you'd like me to answer in a future show then please get in touch via my website finally you can connect with me on twitter at coach underscore research thanks for listening